At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. It is hour number three here on VSIN Bet Center, live from downtown Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Thanks so much for hanging out with us on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back alongside Jeff Parles, I'm Ben Wilson. We're fired up for some late night Pac 12 after dark. Sweat action. We've got over 57 in USC. Cal about to kick off. USC apparently with fewer than 50 scholarship players. I've been told that the minimum is 47 scholarship players you are required to dress. So USC going with the, we're going to fulfill the minimum requirements and go to Berkeley and play this game. And I'm not sure whether I feel good or not good about our over. There was a couple big bets that came in on the under right before kick with that news coming out. But let's go happy action fun time, Jeff. As our, as our colleague Wes Reynolds likes to say. I don't go points, steal that go, go points, go. Go, go, go points. Yeah. Uh, speaking of points, there has been a lack thereof in, in the two remaining college football conference title games we're tracking. And we'll keep you up to date if anything uh, here transpires late because we do transition now into our NFL previews. But it remains 21-3 Michigan going into the fourth quarter. The Wolverines are likely going to cover. You're still not totally clear yet. You would like to get another score if you laid the anywhere from 11 up to 12 and a half with Michigan but they do have the ball under 14 minutes to play in the game. Final minute, by the way, of the third quarter in the ACC title game. Pitt still on top of Wake Forest 24-21. And man, has the scoring come to a screeching halt there. So we will update you on those games as they come to an end. Actually, I should say Iowa did get the ball back in there. Yeah, they're shocking, well, Jeff. Hey, look, look. Got Iowa's, the ball on the ground. Iowa, I, Iowa just going with a down 18. We are sticking <laughs> with the game plan. We're going to establish the run down 18. I'm telling you, Ben. Can I, we get I, one more plus territory punt out of Kirk Ferentz? No, I, 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 I think we're done with the plus territory punt. But look, this game, honestly, has kind of played out the way that I thought it would from the Iowa perspective. It was just a matter of would Michigan actually score to make this thing comfortable. And again, I, I think Iowa could probably play Michigan for another 15 quarters and they're not scoring another <laughs> 18 points. So I agree with I, that I assessment. Just, Look, good, I, and also, too, but I know we were going into the NFL real quick, but for a team that the narrative has just been a mess the entire tenure for Harbaugh, to see this team finally, really, they've only played, Ben, they played one bad quarter and a half in East Lansing. That was it. Other than that, they have really been consistent. Their defense has been great. Their offensive line has been as good as anyone's which has made that run game great. 
the question was always, was is Mac Manera good enough mm-hmm. to lead them to a Big Ten championship and, in essence, a playoff berth? And Mac Manera, who has not played well tonight, it hasn't mattered because of how good that defense has been. And look, Mike McDonald, who uh, replaced uh, Don Brown, who's now uh, on the retirement plan, uh, coaching UMass moving forward, <laughs> has done a tremendous job this year. He's really been incredible all the way around. Every Everyone on that coaching staff from Harbaugh down has done a great job yeah. this year in, in, in Ann Arbor. And so they will likely roll, get the victory. We'll see if Iowa can potentially get a backdoor cover here. But again, just three points for for the Hawkeyes on the night tonight. Like I said, we'll keep you posted on these as they as they come down the wire. We'll let you know how our bets are, are doing as well in, in the late night. Pac-12 after dark. Chase some sweat that we've got going on with the over 57. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens there. But let us transition as we do the final two hours of this show every week. We go to the NFL. Week 13, a fascinating card. And one that as we go down the stretch, there are huge survivor implications, especially in Circus Survivor, which we are going to talk about. The contest, it is the final week of Circus Quarterly. Uh, the third quarter of that contest, mm-hmm. Jeff, and we we start out, we will get as well into our fade or follow the consensus. Five interesting selections in the consensus this week. We'll get to that in about a half hour, but let us start here as we go down the card, first with the non-consensus games. I believe you're looking for some sort of flag thrown in that uh, Iowa-Michigan game, and I believe Michigan just, Michigan just turned them over. Okay. It's fourth down anyway, but still. Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay, yeah. that, that game is over. Let's start with Indianapolis and It was a block punt, by the way, Ben. Oh, okay. Punting down 18 on fourth and seven. What did That's I just good. say? We were, it wasn't plus territory. It was not plus though. territory, but we got yeah. another Ferentz punt, yeah. and, and it was blocked. All right. Indianapolis goes to Houston in a game that has seen a lot of action come in on the Colts' bet up from 9 to 10. I'm surprised we haven't seen more of this this season, Jeff, but never a good sign when you get the old non-COVID illness team practice canceled, and that's what happened this week for Houston. They have five players who are all questionable with a non-COVID illness, so it appears to be some sort of flu bug spreading through the locker room, including impacting guys like David Johnson, who didn't practice all week. He's questionable. Brandon Cooks, who did get, in, get, did get into practice on Friday, had not practiced each of the previous couple of days. Jeff, for a team in Houston that looked said, that has looked so bad for just about the entirety of the season with just two wins, facing a team in Indianapolis who is now in must-win mode for them. Really, you see it at 6-6. Six and six. I took a shot on the Colts earlier this week at plus 120 to make the playoffs, a game out of the seven seed behind the uh, the current uh, the current occupant of that spot, actually a half game out behind the 6-5 and five L.A. Chargers. With all those things combined, we saw the Colts blast Houston in the first meeting in Indianapolis this year. This would feel like all the makings of a, a runaway train on the road. And Indianapolis, in I know in the Westgate Super Contest, Jeff was only laying 9. They're up to 10 basically market-wide. You have to lay 10 in the Circa Millions Contest in a pretty big line. I know it's a, a huge interdivisional Road team laying a lot of points, Jeff, but is there anything you can look at that would that would give you any credence to backing Houston here? I can't find anything. Nope. 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 The only thing is Ryan Kelly, uh, the center for Indy on the COVID list. So that does. That came out this morning. That came out this morning. So upsetting. So Someone who would just put a contest entry in it, and was it, like, all it right. Is, <laughs> it is more than anything just uh, you hold your breath and hope no one else on that offensive line gets knocked out tomorrow and then. Because, look, we saw Indy when their offensive line wasn't 100% earlier this year, and that's yeah. when they were playing poorly. And that's why they're not a shoe-in playoff team at the moment, even though I think they'll end up making it. I know you took a little bit of plus 120 to make the playoffs earlier this week, yep. Ben, and I, I like that bet a whole lot uh, just because I think the Colts are really good. And quite frankly, they should have beat the Rams in week two. They should have beat Tennessee in the game Henry broke his foot, and they probably should have won last week against uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But this, uh, look, assuming there's no other COVID uh, issues on that offensive line, this feels like a pretty good smash spot for Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched every single play of that Jet-Texan game last week. And, oh, I did too. And, Someone and, who bet the Jets. And, 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 good, <laughs> and, good heaven, and good heavens was that football game terrible. But look, I, oh. I, I'm not sure how Houston moves the ball. I think their defense is terrible, as we know. We, we saw the numbers. Their defense is Pathetic. I mean, look, look at the it, it, on the matchup comparison graphic that we have at the network. Houston legitimately isn't last or next to last in five out of the six major categories offensively and defensively. It's not together. good. The team is the worst team in the NFL, and quite frankly, they're it, mesmerizing that they beat Tennessee two weeks ago. Mesmerizing. I know Tannehill turned it over five times, but it's still ridiculous that that happened. Uh, I'd only lay with Indy. I'd also look to bet this game under 
team total, Houston, 16 and Under a half. I do like that 16 on Houston. 16 and a half. Yeah. I am normally not in the business of, especially in these contests, laying large favorites, especially favorites on the road. But I am, I laid in, in using the Westgate number at nine, using the circuit number at 10. I laid with both. Even with the Ryan Kelly COVID news, losing your center, especially a Pro Bowler center, is a big deal. But it, it is funny you mentioned how Houston, our matchup graphic, Houston, one of the worst defensive teams just from the points and yards allowed standpoint. You know what's fascinating, Jeff? DVOA has Houston as the eighth overall defense on the season, which is kind of amazing. Sixth overall against the pass, 25th against the run. Now, if we're looking just purely at DVOA here, the fact that they are good against the pass and bad against the run. Wait a second. Hold, hold on a second, Ben. The, look, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they've been, and they've been trending up all year. That's what's but, been weird. But, but here's the thing, though. Last week, Zach Wilson was horrible. Well, and I'm saying you've had, you've had two straight weeks yeah. where you turned Tannehill over five times, yeah. which greatly skews that, and you just go hey, up against Wilson Zach Wilson, who was awful. Yeah. He just, uh, the, the Texans are so bad that yeah. the Jets still found the way despite miss, missing two kicks and terrible I, quarterbacking play. But look, I, yeah. another reason for that, it, it, it kind of makes sense. Uh, you said they're good against the pass and bad against the run. Which Indy hmm. plays hmm. Let's think, let's kind think of about this strength. here. When you're a bad team getting blown out a ton, Teams are going to run against you a lot more than they're going yep. to pass. So that kind of makes sense that their run numbers are significantly worse than their passing numbers. Uh, look, uh, as much as I like Aaron Schatz and everything everything football. This is an example thought, of why. There, there are some things yes. that still don't compute to, to most people, and that's one of those that doesn't compute to the analy- like I was we always say, use, use the analytics as a guide. Use it as a tool. Use everything as a guide. Not the be-all, end-all. Exactly. And so with Indianapolis, the number one rushing offense on the season, you have to imagine uh, that will, will be an area where they, they jam it down their throats. And I, I do like Indy to cover. By the way, Jeff, I'll say on that game last week, I put uh, we, were, we were split up last week since I was filling in for Brady Cannon on mm-hmm. the Pro Football Blitz. I had the Jets as a contest selection, and about uh, 39 different times during that game, I was like, well, why did I do this to myself? Ah, why did I do this to myself? I got down, lucky. The Jets won, but that was a terrible football game. Well, you're down 14-3, to three and it was never a doubt. Never, <laughs> never a doubt whatsoever. Terrible game. Uh, Michigan just scored, by the way. So yeah, um, they, again, uh, I now now in order to make up a twenty-five point deficit, Iowa would have to play Michigan probably for another fifty quarters in order to score twenty-five points. So there you go. It could be twenty twenty-three, and they might not yeah. they might not score a touchdown on on Michigan. Uh, well, I want to start the discussion too on on the because this has not only just general implications betting, but also huge survivor implications, Jeff. Philadelphia taking on the New York Jets. If you missed it, we'll start the conversation now, continue it in our next segment. But Jalen Hurts, who was was banged up, came in questionable into this game. Clearly enough, people, at least 10 of the 28 remaining entries, Jeff, in Circus Survivor still felt confident enough in Philadelphia and that Jalen Hurts uh, would play. And he was, look, we saw him late on Friday, upgraded to probable, was limited in practice all week with an ankle injury. Something changed. Something changed at some point in between yesterday when he was upgraded to probable and today because he has been ruled out with that ankle injury. You see how the line has dropped. It was Philadelphia six and a half or seven down to five and the most selected team now Circus Survivor, obviously a very separate individual entity with only the 28 remaining entries left. But we're going to discuss that after the break. What you, how that's going to impact the Survivor realm here and if that line movements, where, where do we see things now with the Jets uh, down to only getting five points at home. How does that uh, shake things out with the Minshew man himself? We're going to see him. Gardner Minshew getting the start at MetLife Stadium tomorrow. We'll discuss that, get into more top NFL action week 13. Before we do, fade or follow, all right here on VSIN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on all 41 bowl games, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge whether you're betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops December 13th. Make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We're back. Beeson Bet Center talking some NFL Week 13 and the big news of the day on the injury front. Jeff Parles will be the absence of Jalen Hurts at quarterback. I know you, Jeff, you've you've been outspoken. You've not been the biggest Jalen Hurts or Philadelphia Eagles fan this season, but they go they play your team. They go to MetLife mm-hmm. Stadium for the second straight game. Something that is is obviously rare, but is has happened in the past. And you see how the the line has adjusted here. As the Eagles are laying six and a half or seven most of the week, they're down to five now. We'll see the Minshew man himself, Gardner Minshew, get the start tomorrow. Eagles looked so bad last week in a 13-7 loss at the Giants, and they get the Jets who come off that uh, that uh, I don't I don't know how to really describe their win as we just talked about against the Texans last week. Underwhelming, uh, just a, just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, Minshew, so named the starter earlier today. Jets, uh, who, who got Zach Wilson back, and I'm not sure if that was actually a good thing for uh, for the Jets. Good for maybe his development. Not sure for what else, even though they did get that win. And the 3-8 and eight Jets host the 5-7 and seven Eagles. Now, how do you evaluate things now that we've seen this line move? You have Minshew at quarterback, certainly a guy who, at least in, uh, on the ilk of backup quarterbacks, is certainly respectable, but makes his Philadelphia Eagle debut at least in a starting capacity. I believe he's been in one game in relief this year, Jeff. All right, so... Take a deep breath. This is the correct <laughs> move by Philadelphia to not to not play a compromised Jalen Hurts. Because we saw that last week. And look, if Jalen Ragor makes the catch in the end zone, Philly still manages to escape with a win in that game, despite looking terrible the whole game. Uh, but Hurts was bad last week. And and if you take if he doesn't have his run game where with a ankle injury, I I'm no doctor, but a guy with an ankle injury is not going to be able to move as well as he would uh, normally. Uh, and, and look, the Jets' defense, despite shutting out the Texans in the second half last week, which I think had more to do with the Houston Texans than it did to do with the New York Jet defense, uh, at least give yourself a chance. Let Minshew come in there. Uh, let him see if he can throw the ball around. I, I'm staying off of this game completely now. Uh, I was probably going to stay off of it completely anyway. This is probably a reasonable in-game uh, game to look at. I don't only look at the under, but that the under the total got hit a little bit as well. So, uh, but yeah, down Jets, to forty three and a half. The Jets are the Jets are probably team thirty at this point. Houston's worse. Detroit's worse. And then you could flip a coin on the Jets in Jacksonville for thirty and twenty nine. So, uh, look, the Eagles I, again. This is a big game for my for my under six and a half. Mm-hmm. If the Jets somehow pull this upset off. Then my under six and a half for the season has a real chance to get there again because one in three the last four weeks for Philadelphia is in play, even with playing all divisional games. Uh, but the bigger thing, uh, Ben, to just quickly go on to Survivor, the Eagles yeah. are the number one selection of the remaining 28 uh, entries left in Circus Survivor this uh, this uh, contest, Ben. And 
you see on your screen, uh, everyone left had the Eagles. Ten of the 28 took them. And look, not the greatest of week for Survivor with all the Cowboys. No one had the Cowboys left. No one has the Rams left who are the biggest Mm -hmm. favorite on the board. Um, Look, uh, it's a tough week. And as you saw on the bottom of your screen, only one entry had Indianapolis left. And they took them properly so. That was Why not get some chaos? Play. Get some chaos. Get Indy to beat a uh, to beat Houston, and uh, you're walking away with six mil. Wouldn't be a bad day at the office, Ben Wilson. One of ten teams, by the way, who still had who all 28 entrants still had left. So 10 take Philadelphia, and that now because for any of the people still left, where the intrinsic value of their respective entries now over two hundred thousand yep. dollars, Jeff. It then becomes, I mean, what like what do you do here? I I would say for for all the rest of us, which is all but the 28 people in this contest. I, I worry a little bit about the, the way this line has come, come crashing down a little bit. You certainly understand the way things have moved here, but this is at least a, a quarterback in Gardner Minshew who is a respectable backup option. You have a, if there is, and also too, Jeff, if there is a backup quarterback who's going to come in and look good, even even in a road game, it's going to be against a Jet defense that is, I know you you know from watching every Jet game. Not good. It, it, it's not good. Uh, not good. Bottom, bottom category basically in everything. And the thing too is like, yeah, the one thing, I actually thought the Jets would have a pretty good chance to at least keep this game tight and relatively competitive, even if Hurts was in and fully healthy, just because the one thing the Jets' defense has been decent at, especially on early downs, is defending the run. They have been brutal against the pass, and you you thought there would maybe be an, a, a game flow here where, once again, you could see the Eagles' offense struggling to establish the run early. We saw what happened when they got into third and longs with Jalen Hurts having to throw the ball against the Giants, and it got really ugly. You could, I could see a scenario where this might be an overreaction. Gardner Minshew is much better equipped to set up throwing the ball with short conservative play calling on early downs, forcing the Jets' defense into either third and shorts or staying out of third downs altogether and making it a really long day for that Jet defense. So that's why, to me, it's a no play. But no play. It's, it's fascinating, though, the survivor uh, element. Uh, no, look, I, I would not. I guess if you're one of the I, I, don't you just hammer? You just take a big bet on Jets plus five, hope you get Eagles by I, three? I, I, that's how I would play it. I know there will be some that will probably take the Jets – outright now uh, if you're hedging this thing you probably look at this point you probably should be hedging your entry at this point it's so yeah, i just i would say in so. some fashion whatever your heart desires in some fashion <laughs> whatever your heart desires in some fashion uh, one that is also going to be in the uh, in the uh, the contest entry i should say the survivor contest entry the minnesota vikings who are your number two team i'm a little surprised that not more of the 10 people who had the vikings selected minnesota only five of the 10 take the vikings who uh, have seen this number go as high as seven and a half, although some buyback today comes back down to seven. You you can get some flat sevens out there, Circa, if you if you like the Detroit Lions in this game, they are hanging a seven and a half with juice on the underdog Lions. This is kind of, I usually don't do this with, with handicaps where I look at like a historical angle, Jeff, but Detroit, we've heard so much about, just kind of anecdotally, about how Detroit, no matter how good or bad they are, and it's usually the latter, they always get up for the Thanksgiving game, and it, it's 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 kind of a weird thing that it's talked so much about that that franchise that it really does mean a lot to them. And I was I kind of went back and looked, and I wanted to think, all right, is this is this real? Like, is this is this game actually mean a lot for Detroit? And is there a especially losing a tight game like the Lions did last week to the Bears? Is there a a potential fall off there? Uh, so I looked at it, Jeff. Go ahead. So this is now for the last five years, the Lions have lost a Thanksgiving game by one score to an NFC North opponent. They lose as we as we remember last week, 16-14. Their next week games after that, 2017, they got crushed, lost by 24 at Baltimore. We're only a two and a half point underdog. Remember, that was Jim Caldwell's final season. They were actually six and six going into that game. 2018, lost by 14 at home to the Rams as a ten and a half point home underdog. 2019, lost by 13 at Minnesota, lost 20 to 7 as 12 point road underdog. So they and that's why I'm looking into this, Jeff, thinking, all right, is there is there a history here of the Lions really laying laying an egg? going flat after getting up for that big Thanksgiving game, which normally on the surface, I would say, all right, that's kind of ridiculous. It's just one game. But apparently, Jeff, they love their Thanksgiving in the Motor City. Apparently so. So my, my thought is I, I could see a Detroit team who is usually follow, who is at 0-10-1 followed up its good live performances, even in close losses, with bad flat blowout spots. It, it could easily fall into one of those categories to me, Jeff, against a Minnesota team in desperate need of a bounce-back winner after that disappointing eight-point loss at San Francisco last week. Look, what do you think I, about I, that weird angle first? Look, I, I, I normally don't go there. But. I like Minnesota playing seven. This feels like a uh, take-out-the-frustration game yeah. for the Vikings who have 
lost all these close games this year because of one reason or another, most of those reasons having to do with their coaching staff being mediocre, and I'm being polite to Mike Zimmer and uh, Clint Kubiak there, but Ben, Detroit's played three somewhat competent games in a row now, and it's gone off the pattern of good game, bad game, good game, bad game with the good in quotes. Uh, I, I I anticipate that Detroit just going to look bad in this game and come out flat after really should have won that game on Thanksgiving. Uh, and look, the Bears could have covered at the end because they very easily could have gone in for a touchdown instead of instead of uh, kicking the field goal at the end. Uh, if Detroit had played that thing right and let them score on the third down after the timeout fiasco from uh, Oblivion yeah. there for Glenn and uh, and Campbell, but. I like Minnesota. I expect their offense to be able to do whatever they want. And remember, the first team time these two teams played, Minnesota nearly blew a double-digit lead in the fourth I, yeah. quarter. That was uh, a big survivor. And, 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 a lot of people Greg, on them in survivor. And then Greg week. Joseph bailed them out at the end with a field goal uh, from 50 yards to uh, beat the Lions by two. So I, I expect this to be a pretty pretty solid wipeout for Minnesota. Get back to 500. You got the Pittsburgh Steelers on a short week coming up. Uh, but look, that schedule, other than the Rams and the Packer game, and they get the Rams in Minneapolis. It's a pretty juicy schedule for Minnesota to get to 10-7 and seven and get themselves in the playoffs. And to me, as, as well, Jeff, this is just a horrible matchup regardless for Detroit. They're going to be without two of their main linebackers, Trey Flowers, Jalen reeves Maben, both out for this game. A team that has been decent at defending the run, Jeff, but a bottom four team defending the pass with no Dalvin Cook for Minnesota. You have to imagine a team who is second in passing DVOA this year. You can rely on that pass game against they already beat up and already undermanned a Detroit secondary. So... I'm imagining. I don't think this is going to be as tight as I. I had Detroit in the contest that first game, Jeff, and I was. I went from thinking I had no chance to thinking Detroit might win the game outright as a nine and a half point road dot. But that's that's the nature of some of these NFC North matchups. Uh, so Minnesota laying seven. We both like the Vikings to cover that number. When we return, we dive into the most picked games in Circa Millions this week. It's fade or follow the consensus coming up next on Peace and Bet Center. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We have a new prop tracker now available on VSIN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VSIN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at VSIN.com slash NFL as we are back. It's VEASAN Bet Center on a Saturday night from downtown Las Vegas, and it is time, Jeff Barros, for Fade or Follow, the Circa Millions consensus for week number 13. There is one game at the top that's not really a surprise, and it is it was probably the second biggest piece of injury news behind Jalen Hurts missing the game, although that news coming out today after the lines had already been set, which they are each and every week on Thursday morning specific time, but this news coming out right after the, that line was uh, was put out, Jeff, and that was in the Miami-New York Giants game where people had that, that time with a flat line before the picks were due earlier today at 3 o'clock Pacific time to potentially get in if they wanted to on a Miami Dolphins team only laying four in the Circa Millions consensus, but now have been bet up anywhere I, I'm seeing in the market to six or six and a half. It's kind of split between those two numbers. Total has dipped massively. This is our lowest total on the board, anywhere from 39 to 40. A lot of 39 and a halfs out there. We're going to get another dose, though, Jeff, of Mike Glennon this week. Are you ready for that? In place of the injured Danny Dimes? Sure. I, that's Very a ringing excited. endorsement of, Very of one Michael F. Glennon. Into, I don't know if his middle name is stuck to the net. I'm just saying that. But so you see, obviously, we understand then why this is a play here at minus four for so many people taking Miami just on the number itself. The bigger question to you, Jeff, how much are you buying into this latest run by a Miami team that appeared to be dead in the water at 1-7? and seven? They've won four straight. Now they get a Giants team who has been very bad after wins this year. They are 0-3 straight up, 1-2 and two against the spread. Off that emotional win against the Eagles, now without their quarterback, going to South Florida to take on the Finns. Well, four wins have come against the elites of the league <laughs> the elites. here, Ben. Uh, look, they they beat the Ravens on the Thursday night. That, that was you the, can that was count, the big one. That you can count as a pretty good win, even though I think the Ravens' eight and three record is a complete misnomer. They just have been very fortunate to win close games, the coin flip games. They have, if they don't get as lucky as they do in some of these games, they could be three and eight. Like it, it it's legitimately possible. But when you're a good coach like John Harbaugh, like 
when you have a good quarterback. Even though Lamar hasn't been quite the same, you can get lucky with that. Uh, other than that, they uh, needed five Tyrod Taylor turnovers to beat the Houston Texans 17-9. to Very impressive there, Ben. Uh, they beat the Jets by a touchdown in a game where the Jets missed two kicks and they had a red zone turnover. So that game could have been a loss pretty easily. Last week, they destroyed Carolina. Cam was hilariously terrible. That was a that was impressive <laughs> from Miami last week. But it's a shame that Daniel Jones can't go here because I really would have bet the Giants if Daniel Jones could go here. I think he could, even though he's, we know he can be turnover happy from time to time, at least he has some mobility in the pocket and get around those exotic blitzes that Miami uh, has done. And I know that didn't work for Lamar, but I give Jones a better shot of being able to do that than Mike Glennon, who is a statue back there. So no play at this number at six. I definitely don't want to lay with Miami at no, this no, point. No. Uh, no. Total's getting too low also at 39 and a half. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, this is this is one of those games where if you have the Miami defense on your turnover props, yep. maybe to score uh, Miami in your fantasy leagues. I know we don't talk a lot of fantasy on here. But you want to go team total under 16 and a half there on the G-men? No, because if this game gets so out of hand early, Glennon, Glennon at least is capable of making throws with no pressure and against prevent defenses. So, no, not really. Uh, so, I, I, I'm not going to bet this game. The only thing I might do, I might sprinkle a little on Miami defense anytime touchdown. This feels like a nice. game where that defense could score a touchdown. In a team that has been a top-five pressure rate team all season, as you mentioned, with the, with the head coach who calls the defensive plays, Brian Flores, they bring a lot of pressure. You have a guy in Mike Glennon who will be out, out by the way, without his two top wide receivers. No Sterling – both uh, doubtful, I should say. They have not been officially ruled out. But unlikely that either Sterling Shepard or Kadarius Toney will go both with quad injuries and are doubtful. A Miami team that – Part of this resurgence has resulted in in uh, that that improvement on the defensive side over the last five weeks now. Top 10, especially on early downs against both the pass and the run. Top six against the run. So while you would say, all right, if you're if you're the Giants, probably going to see a lot of Saquon Barkley running the ball. I'm not sure against the, against a, a defense that's going to prepare and scheme for that, how successful he really will be for tomorrow's game. So this is one for me at the minus four. I, I just don't want to overthink it. Miami can, I, and I'm with you. I'm not a real buyer overall. I still, like, I mean, on the, on the course of the season, Miami is still a bottom half of the league team. Pretty, I, I feel pretty confident in saying that. But this is a game that Miami can win on its own defensively. Not at six. I'm not, I'm not looking to get in and lay that. Or I wouldn't really even tease them down at this point. I, 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 there are other options you can find out there. At the minus four, this is a, it was a contest play for me in the circuit uh, lines, Jeff. But it's one of those where if you're just tuning into us now and you want some bets for Sunday, not going to be played. Yeah, no, this is not going to be played. But I just want to touch on something real quick. What because, just happened in Michigan? No, because Iowa? because total close 48 and a half, right? On the Michigan Iowa game? Uh, it was 44. 44. Okay, regardless. In game was 48 and a half. Okay, so 44, regardless. So we're 38 right now at 35 to 3 on a 44 total. Iowa turned it over on a previous thing. Michigan is throwing passes here. Like, they are empty formation up by 32 with two minutes to go in the game. On a th- Oh, man. Ha- Har- they, they were empty formation on the second. Harbaugh's trying to run this score as high as possible to wants- see if he can get the one seed. Yeah. Uh, but oh, I, this, this oh, should have been man. an absolute no sweat on the 44 uh, in the end here. And Fire. Michigan incomplete oh. into the end zone in a flag. So... Harbaugh's going to try to run this thing up. So we're getting we are, in, in, we are potentially in for a oh. hilariously horrible beat if you had under 44. We are it's possible oh, now. Man. Iowa Iowa's all through timeouts. So not He's not calling matter. the timeouts. Come on, he punted it. He punted on fourth and four earlier, Ferentz. He just wants to get out of there. He wants to go home. I don't blame Kirk Ferentz if he wants to go home at this point. This has just been a complete, complete beatdown in Indy tonight. They're going to have a first to goal. The game's proud. You know what would be funny is if Harbaugh scores and then goes, and it goes, goes, for, goes, two. goes for two. <laughs> and then missed the two and we get and, a And we basically get, NF, we get the we need more points week 17 NFL 2000 <laughs> where you just start seeing complete attempts. Harbaugh starts calling timeouts trying to get to 50. That would be that would be quite something. So the but we're not that we have no interest in talking about Miami and the New York Giants, Jeff. But just I'm sorry, I mean, that, you, no, it's hilarious. I, I, First I, and goal keeping an eye on that at, at a corner by eye, but uh, absolutely uh, I, hilarious. I mean, uh, I mean, Michigan is a yard away from 
torpedoing all under pre-flop under bets in a game they were winning by 32 and continued to throw the ball. Does Harbaugh really think that 35-3 versus 42-3 is going to be enough to catapult his team to the one seed? I don't know. I mean, I just uh, our, our guy Pete Futak earlier in the year was uh, making a case for Kentucky uh, going on that 14-minute drive, that 10-minute drive down by four touchdowns hell of a to cover. get it to 17 against Georgia to make it look better for a potential New Year's Six Bowl that they were never going to get to. <laughs> Hey, it was a that was a great cover. Uh, that's amazing. One one thirty to go in that game. Uh, thirty five three. By the way, forty five twenty one. Pitt with eight minutes to that's go. A so that's, uh, that game is over. Michigan scores, and now uh, you, are, you are now you are now go pushing. for two. You are now pushing. <laughs> what a what a horrible beat for for underback. A horrible push at the moment, but. Uh, about to be a horrible beat as he's going to kick the uh, kick the PAP. Betting, Man. it's not for the faint of heart, Jeff. No, hey, look, uh, hey, look, uh, uh, 42 to 3. I mean, that's really no difference. But uh, for whatever reason, Jim uh, Jim Harbaugh wanted wanted the 42 to 3 final. Uh, now the fun one will be if he calls timeouts on defense. That's so what Iowa I want. runs the well, ball on first down, which you know is going to happen. Would would we? I don't I don't know that I don't know that Jim Harbaugh would go that far uh, to, to do that. Uh, but they are kicking the extra point. It is good, and the under dies a slow, sad death. 42-3 Michigan goes over your closing total of 44. Now, there were those in-game numbers we talked about earlier, though, under 48.5. Those are still good for now. Uh, so, anyway, back to our NFL uh, talk. We, we're, we're gonna, I will follow the minus four, Jeff, although I would not play this game in real life at the current 6-6.5 six, six with Miami laying it against the Giants. Your number two play here, I know this is a game that you like. It's Denver and the Chiefs. Denver mm-hmm. plus 9.5. Over 1,200 selecting this in the contest. We'll start the, the conversation on this now. How about Denver in a Sunday night game at Kansas City? Chiefs off of a bye. You see how a lot of money has come in on the Denver Broncos' side. They're down to nine at some shops. DraftKings is the low watermark. They're the only book out there with eight and a half. Still a lot of nine and a halfs in Las Vegas if you like Denver. Uh, you, I know you and uh, Wes Reynolds, your co-entry, you guys are throwing Denver in in, in your circuit entry as well, what uh, what makes you like the Broncos so? Oh much? yeah, look, look uh, this is uh, now we're now we're seeing eight and a half out in the market a little bit too. But uh, look, Denver uh, gets Kansas City off the bye. We know Andy Reid is great off the bye historically. Yes, we we know that. But Denver, I think, matches up quite all right with Kansas City's offense. A, a getting healthier secondary. Obviously, Bradley Chubb made his return last week, and the Broncos made Justin Herbert look bad. Uh, Thirteen points, and I know that the Chargers out gained the Broncos last week, but the Chargers really could never get anything going in that game, and it was too little too late after the pick six for Herbert, but I, I think Denver has the right mix of a quarterback who doesn't turn it over and a defense that is good to at least slow Kansas City down and lose this game by a touchdown, so nine and a half, you can still find it great. There wasn't. Oh, there, there are today. plenty of nine and a half still in the market. DraftKings, the lone yeah, eight I, I did right Nine and a half, I even eight and a half still good. There's really no difference. We will. We have half. a few more to discuss on our Circa Millions consensus. Do we fade or follow? Including the Monday night game. There is a side that's got a lot of interest on it in the consensus. We'll get Jeff Sauce on that when we return right here on VSIN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Follow the Money is hitting the road next week. Mitch Moss and Polly Howard will be live from the new DraftKings Sportsbook at Foxwoods Casino Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. If you're in the area, come down and meet the guys and be sure to tune in every day from 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern as we are back, and it is final here on Beeson Bet Center. Michigan 42, Iowa 3. You had under 44, Jeff Parles? Yikes, our, our yikes, yikes, and yikes. Condolences. And you are you're leading the charge for uh, Michigan. Uh, you think they should be number one. That, look, I, I, there, there is a legitimate case. There is a legitimate case to put Michigan at one. Now I don't think the committee will do it. I think Bama will go from three to one on virtue of blasting number one out of uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium today. But there is a legitimate argument for Michigan going to one. There is also a legitimate argument for Georgia falling all the way to number four behind Cincinnati. There is an argument for all of it. But in the end, I would be very surprised if it's not Bama and Cincy and Arlington in the Cotton Bowl, and then Michigan and Georgia in the Orange Bowl. That's what I would anticipate it end up being. I think that is uh, by far the most logical scenario left on the board. Logic does not always factor in, though, as no, we know. Look, I really, as we know. I really hope the committee makes Alabama and Georgia play each other. In the semis. I, think, I mean, I think they I, I, that's that's what I would like. That's what I would prefer, rather than us being lined up for another SEC SEC national championship game, which obviously those two played an epic one a few years back in uh, oh, they in did. Atlanta. Uh, the introduction to uh, Tua Tungvaloa and Devontae Smith in that in that scenario, bad. Uh, but look, uh, uh, what a, what a, what a tremendous two weeks for Michigan. Uh, to beat your rival finally, put 45 on them in the process, and uh, and then tonight uh, you didn't need to get the 42, but obviously, obviously, some big booster of Michigan had the over 44 as well. Maybe Harbaugh's oh, yeah. just trying. Harbaugh's just trying to please the boosters there, Ben. Trying to please the boosters. <laughs> uh, the people with under are just like, give me a break. Get out of here. Disaster. Out. At least we gave out that. Uh, if you kept hammering that. Oh, the that, Iowa team total got there. Hammering that <laughs> Iowa team sweat. total under. Even at the under three and a half, yeah. you, still, you still got there in the fourth quarter. Let's go back to our uh, looking at fading or following of the Circa Millions consensus. Week 13 of the National Football League. Uh, the I, I made a slight error. Denver was actually not the number two, Jeff. It was number three this mm-hmm. week in our consensus place. Buffalo, Monday Night Football. We bring up here on the graphic. There's a look at, you see the, the boxed teams. Those are your five consensus plays. Buffalo was actually number two, slightly ahead of Denver this week, laying two and a half. You understand from that perspective, as this has gone back and forth between two and three most of the week, there are some books right now. Buffalo laying two and a half, juiced to the favorite. There are some threes on the Bills, juiced to the New England side on Monday Night Football. Matchup, two, you look at everything from the advanced analytics, where these are the two, two, two of the top teams right now in overall DVOA, top two defensive teams squaring off. We're expecting heavy wins. As of today, actually, Jeff, there was some thought maybe this would be like a total blizzard in Buffalo, but only about a 10% chance right now of precipitation at kickoff Monday night. It'll be upper 30s, lower 40s, but heavy winds in the 20 to 25 mile an hour range. How do you expect that, first off, to impact the game 
like this? And are you thinking that uh, are you are you following all those people on Buffalo laying the two and a half? No, I'm gonna fade. I'm gonna fade okay. even at the bad fade. number. Um, so this there there are a few factors here. First off, wind. The wind is even even unless if it is a legitimate blizzard with the with the. Uh, and I don't think we'll get there. We will not get there. I don't the think. the wind wind is more important than precipitation anyway to begin with, Ben. Unless if it's just a monsoon or a blizzard. Uh, total's already been hit down anyway. Uh, was in the mid forties at the beginning of the week. Now you're seeing forty one and a half at DraftKings. The big question in this game comes down to two. There are two big questions, and it's both on a quarterback. How does Josh Allen do facing an elite defense that? Look, I know New England hasn't beat the greatest teams in this six-game win streak, but New England's defense looks like a New England defense again. Now Matthew Judon should get a legit legit consideration for defensive player of the year. I don't know if he will because Miles Garrett is putting up historic numbers in Cleveland. Uh, how does Allen handle that? Will he be able to use his legs, which I would imagine Belichick will try to take his legs out of the game uh, more so than even the pass game uh, with the win, the extent of the win. And how does Mac Jones pl- handle playing in his first real inclement weather game? Uh, I don't know. I genuinely don't know how Mac Jones is going to look in this game. But I'm going to lean with the better coach and a better defense, which I think both coach obviously resides on New England's side. And I think New England's defense right now is playing better than Buffalo's, even with how good the Bills' defense has been so far this year. So I, I, I at three, definitely take New England. There are threes out there now. Uh, take the Pats. Even at two and a half, I, I'm comfortable with that. I'm going to end up probably – Taking three because I you think will? it will okay. get three, yeah, and then I, I think, think uh, will. I think we'll money line New England as well for a piece on uh, on Monday night. The, the classic game for me that I want to enjoy the game. I it's hard for me to have a really good feel of anything. If if you look at it this and was looking at some of the props the other day, I know the Mac Jones passing prop is very low, Jeff. It's two hundred five and a half. I, that I feel like that's going to be that would be a good under bet even at the low number. Mac Jones is, I mean, even in the last you know five, six games, he's only gone over that a couple times, only one 300-yard game this season, which we just saw last week in the game against Tennessee. I am really curious to see. This is certainly a, a measuring stick game for both teams. And I, for a, a primetime Monday night spot, I, I get why people would gravitate to the consensus wanting to, to go with the laying less than the three, take the two and a half. But I'm not sure I'd want to tie up one of my contest entries, one selection on a game like this that will be so heavily bet, so hard for me to handicap, Jeff. We'll have a feel of a playoff game. If anything, if you maybe pick a side, I would take Buffalo. I lean toward the, the number one defense in the league against that rookie quarterback in the heavy win where they will be able to make New England a one-dimensional offense based on how the Patriots will, will come out and try to establish the run. Ultimately, where these two teams are at right now, I still trust Josh Allen in this spot as a quarterback who is used to playing in games like this over Mac Jones at this moment, but not enough that I would want to put money on this game. I don't think I will have a pregame bet on this game. I'll be interested to see from the in-game perspective, Jeff, as you mentioned, the movement of basically five points to the total. I want to see, like, if these offenses come out and there's at least some, if the wind isn't as bad, if there isn't precipitation, if the quarterbacks are allowed to, these coaches are having them at least throw the ball and they look decent, might be an in-game over spot because you've already got a super deflated total. That's the one angle I would I'd look at for the, the Monday night game. Uh, the other ones we got to discuss, Washington, another somewhat injury-impacted game here. Washington, popular pick, fourth most selection in the Circa Millions consensus, plus two and a half in the the contest line. They are only, let's see, they are down two, either one point or one and a half point underdogs in this matchup down the street from us in Las Vegas against the Raiders. And the big move coming with Darren Waller, the do-it-all tight end for the Raiders being ruled out of this game, a team already that has struggled to produce offensively without Henry Ruggs coming off though, a great game last week against Dallas. Jeff, uh, this is a game. I have Washington in a teaser leg. My only worry on this game for Washington, you, you have the weird scheduling spot where Washington comes off a short week from a Monday night and, and the Raiders get the extra three days of the Thursday night game, which I'm still not sure why the NFL allows to happen in this day and age where you get two teams, not on not, not one team, not coming off a respective buy. And you get a four-day difference in uh, in the the respective rest edge here. But ultimately, I I would lean Washington here, but only in a teaser because this this feels like a game that will be close either way. I could easily see the Raiders winning this uh, by three. What say you? Yeah, I think teaser legs one and a half to seven and a half yeah, through the three and seven. still still pretty good on uh, on the football team. Washington Washingtons uh, the professionals. Uh, uh, yeah, the uh, Washington professional football team. Uh, look, uh, the one game that Waller didn't play from the get-go earlier this year 
uh, was the Eagle game for the Raiders, and they scored 33 points in that game. Foster Moreau actually was their leading receiving guy. Six catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown in that game. Now Ruggs was still on the team at that point. Uh, but look, I, I as good as Waller is, I'm not certain how – I don't think he's worth a point, Ben. I don't think he's don't worth think so. a point in the line, no. Um, and I, I look, Washington's playing well. They really were the much better team against Seattle on Monday night. The, the fact that that game even got as tight as, was, as, it, as it ended – was pretty ridiculous, but uh, in the end here, Ben, I, uh, I I would only tease Washington if you made me bet this preflop, I would look to under, and I would look to just taking Washington outright. I think that's what I would do. Interesting. I think. These two teams are really, they got mirror images of each other, especially when you look at the uh, the, you know, the advanced number standpoints where they have been on the course of the whole season. They've been much, they've been led by their offenses. Defenses have had some bright spots, but on the whole have had pretty big struggles. But they've been very efficient on early downs. They've had some some serious struggles on third downs, both of these offenses. Uh, the one thing, though, Washington, part of this recent surge for them, coming out of the bye, winning three straight games, they have gotten a lot better on defending the run. They're now a top seven rush defensive team on the year, second on early downs for the season. And you have to think, I know what you just said about how the Raiders were very productive even without Darren Waller in that one game, you still think, though, with so many weapons out now for the Raiders and also a, a hobbled Deshaun Jackson, who is questionable, think he is going to play, but not sure at uh, what strength he'll be at. Vegas with a, a banged-up offensive line. I just don't like the offensive line matchup for the Raiders against the D-line of Washington. I don't, I don't expect the Raiders to have much success running the ball, so make them one-dimensional, and, and that's why, for me, even though I think Washington is in a bit of a tough spot going on the road here, Jeff, off a short week, still expect this to be a one-score game as a result. So if anything... I would follow that play, although I don't love it as a contest play really on either side. If anything, I'm just going to tease Washington up through that three and seven. A little one teaser. Actually. you got to throw out a one. Why not? So, why not? All right. We've got one more hour left. V-Sin Bet Center. We will go through all the rest of our week 13 action here in the NFL. That is coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.